This is June the 19th, 2021 at 1229 in the afternoon on a Saturday. And this is my farewell tribute to evangelist Joyce L. Rogers. And I'm going to open it by giving you a little brief bio on her life. Evangelist Rogers was born in Glade, not Glad, but Glade, Water, Texas on November 13, 1955 to Dewey and Rosa Mae Timmons. She was one of eight children born to this couple. One of her aspirations was to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. And since her death, the Dallas Cowboys organization honored her with an honorary plaque and label of a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Evangelist Rogers was a student of the Bible. But at the same time, she had a sense of humor as well as being down to earth on a human level. As a child, she attended Starring, I mean, sorry, Rising Star Church of God in Christ in Gladewater, Texas, under the leadership of Superintendent C.H. Menice. After going to college in Denton, Texas, at the University of North Texas. She became a member of St. Andrew Church of God in Christ under the leadership of the late Elder S.E. Mitchell and uh, remained there uh, under the leadership of Superintendent Clarence Hart, who is pastor. Her best-selling book, Face of Distractions, is a must-read, and I have that book. That's a great book. In 1999, she was appointed chair lady of the Church of God in Christ International Youth Department under the leadership of Bishop Chancellor Owens and remained there under Bishop G. Patterson as well as uh, Bishop Emeritus Bishop Charles Blake. In 2017, she was appointed one of the administrative facilitators of the Church of God in Christ International International Department of Women. Now, for my commentary. When I think of Evangelist George Rogers, the first thing I remember is in the late 1990s or early 2000s, while watching B. Bishop G. E. Patterson for a long period of time, for several years on TBN. But one Sunday, he gave up his TV time to a little petite lady who I never saw or never heard of before. And her name was Evangelist Joycelle Rogers. Now, mind you, I had no idea that she was from Texas and never heard of her before. But after hearing her speak that Sunday I realized why he gave up his TV time because she was ready and she was awesome and ever since that day she has been on a whirlwind not only in Kojic circles but all over the Christian community unfortunately on May 16th uh, late in the evening, around about 10 o'clock, I was on my phone and 
it happened to pop up that uh, there was official lettering from uh, Bishop uh, John John uh, J. Drew Sheard, who is who is our presiding bishop now, and he put out official letters saying to pray for Evangelist Rogers. And at the time, that kind of seemed odd because I was like, why would he be putting out official letter saying to pray for her? I didn't realize at the time how dire straight her situation was. But on May the 19th, 2021, on a Wednesday, I woke up and wanted to see uh, what was the status of her health. And I found out she transitioned into her heavenly home. And I have to say on that day was the most miserable day for me all the way around first. I was heartbroken and depressed. And then here in Texas, it was rainy and cloudy. And I just didn't want to do anything all day, in which I really did. I was in bed all day practically. And now it's all now it's a month later. And tell you the truth, I'm just now breaking out of this mini depression I have because of her. However, our uh, people always say that the Lord give it and the Lord take it away. But I don't believe that anymore. Because in Revelations 3 and 20, God says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And to me, the only way God will... Um, invade your space if you open the door and let him in and he has so much respect for us that he will not climb over the wall not busting the door not smash a window so I have to believe on May the 19th God knew how desperate and how in pain and in in suffering, Evangelist Joyce L. Rogers was in, and he made the invitation for her to come home, and I think she gladly offered and decided to leave us. Although we are sad, her family definitely sad, her church family, her coaching family is sad, but I gotta believe she must be happy, happy, happy. Because she talked about her big mama and her my dear, which is her mother, all the time. And I know that must have been a family reunion that she couldn't wait to have. And then to see her father and then her sister and her brother, uh, Kathy, who just passed away in October, and her nephew, who just passed away in, in uh, January. So, but for us, we are heartbroken. But likewise, when I think of Ames now, I, for years, I've always thought of Joyce L. Rogers because she embodied it. That's where we learned of her. That's where she grew. That's where she preached her famous sermon, I am a giant slayer. My name is Joyce. I am a giant slayer. And everything about Ames is Joyce Rogers. Now, you know, in the most uh, respectful way, I don't know who was there before her, 
But it really doesn't matter because age would never be the same. And I have to, I have to say, the reason why Ames flourished over the years like it has, has to be a major reason because of Avengers George Rogers. And I had the awesome privilege of meeting her twice. And the first time, it was in 2006 at the Ames Convention, but really after the Ames Convention was over at the Clark Sisters one last time live recording. And I went up to her and asked, could I take a picture with her? And she said, yes. Then I met her in 2008 at the Mio. Mia Wright's Metamorphosis at the George O'Brien Convention Center and she was sweet to me again. And I have to say people who say that women are not preachers have never heard Evangelist Rogers preach. She's not just a woman preacher but she's a minister and preacher of the gospel. And as I'm concerned, she's the chosen one. There have been so many women who come before her, like the great Catherine Kuhlman and Bishop Ernestine Dickinson and Joyce Myers and Marilyn Hickey, but Evangelist Joyce Rogers have carved out a niche in her own right that's second to none. And she has opened a door uh, in this generation for so many young ladies to preach the gospel and not be afraid and preach it unapologetically. Now, I know being or uh, having the visibility that she has, she has had, there's got to be jealous people, men and women all over the place. And you don't reach this level without people hating on you and being jealous. And like the OJ song sing. They smile in your face, steady trying to take your place. We call those people backstabbers. And unfortunately, in the church, you have a whole lot of backstabbers. Like Bishop Carton Pearson used to say years ago, you wanna go to a different level? You got another you wanna uh, you wanna go to a different level? You're gonna have to face another devil because another level means a different devil and you're gonna have some obstacles. My thing is this, I am going to miss Evangelist Rogers like crazy. I'm going to miss her teachings, her preachings, her 5 a.m. prayer calls, her cooking show, which uh, with uh, Cooking with Joyce was hilarious every Sunday. Um, but at least I could go to YouTube and Facebook if I want to see her again and in closing words i just want to say evangelist joseph rogers you are gone but never forgot we love you we miss you we'll see you again